All right, hello everybody. Welcome to Roll If You Got Em. I am Dakota, and as always, I am joined with by Carl. Hello. Um, we are on episode 29, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the faction previews, the visions and the flames for the Free Folk for 2021, and the Starks in 2021. All right, Carl, why don't you get us started um, on these Free Folk? Um... So, okay, so for the Free Folk here... Um... What do they give us here? They give us this little free folk style can be summed up with one word, horde, more than any other faction. That's sort of true. In 1.7, it'll be more true, I hope. Uh, I'm looking at you, 10 activation, Stark list. Um, another key element of free folk is diversity. So the the tactics cards are keeping a pretty consistent theme for what it is the basic free folk deck does. Uh, I think they lean a little more into that horde faction kind of style because we're missing, like we don't have swift, like there's no swift advance anymore. Um, we still have the endless horde though, bringing units back. And then a lot of it is just kind of like small repositioning and then getting your units in on the enemy and having them outranked and such. Uh, the only tactics card that it looks like, like the one that is basically. So we have, we have a couple, a couple that have that are basically new cards is what I'm trying to say here. Um, coordination uh, tactics uh, start of any turn target two friendly infantry units in short range of each other until the end of the round. Until the end of the turn, both units gain any abilities on the other unit. This may immediately trigger one unused start of turn order on either of those units. So you can like pop a tactics card and an order using the same trigger here. They give you a nice little bypass there. That's sort of cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like this because it adds that like diversity where um, once we talk about the units some more, where you're looking at them and you're like, oh man, this unit, if it was in that spot, it would be a lot better. You know, maybe it's like position better where you can play this card, mm -hmm. swap abilities over, and then all of a sudden you took your, maybe you have like free folk raiders um, in like a flank and you're like, man, I wish they had um, like jagged weapons from the followers of Bone. You know, yeah, you just vicious. want to grab some vicious on them. Yeah, right? you could you could throw that on them quick and like go in. I mean, you could do the same thing like with any unit really, which I think that's cool because you could just be like, all right, like you're kind of buffing through what you put your put out on the table yourself instead of saying, oh, this card gives you crit blow or this card gives you sundering. You just can't kind of pick your buffs between what you bring. Yeah, and you can trigger this on enemy turns too. So uh, if you want to. You know, if you if you want to give insignificant to a unit that is not insignificant to save yourself a point, or maybe you want to give that insignificant unit like taunt from the Then Warriors or something and try to get them to pull a charge that the opponent you know doesn't want to do or something. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to add some. Uh, oh, what's the term I'm looking for here? A lot of messing around with your mm -hmm. opponent. Keep yeah, the G. Yeah, it'll definitely. <laughs> you know have them unprepared for some things and it'll change it up i i think this is a, a fun card because i mean i know too like if i'm playing 
play a lot of free folk if i'm playing them and it's like man my uh my raiders are about to get uh stomped or not my raiders say one of my units worth of points they're about to get stomped yeah i'm gonna throw insignificant on them if possible right because i can and then all of a sudden it, it's worthless for you to kill them not that it is it's worthless for you to kill them but you're not gaining points or losing points by it um I, th- I mean, I think that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, and then also being able to let you do any start of the turn. Orders is nice. I mean, I'm not sure which start of the turns orders we have so far. I don't think we've seen many of them. But there's obviously got to be some within the faction now with sh- that text wording. You could, uh, assuming mm-hmm. trappers are still going to have a melee and ranged attack, mm-hmm. you could, like, pop your charging volley from Spearwives over onto trappers or, or something. Two. <laughs> you could. It, it, it would uh, be a very uh you know like, like let's assume they're gonna keep a similar attack profile as to what they have now because we don't have a preview for the mm-hmm. trappers here. Yeah. Um but yeah you, you could do some shenanigans like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah there's Kinda definitely funny. there's definitely some shenanigans that'll go on with that card um the other cool one too i think that adds into like the diversity of just bringing a horde and bring a bunch of stuff is the regroup and reform so the top part it's basically the same you know you remove four models from one unit put them on another unit to heal them um so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a they did change it from one unit to one unit now though yeah our current regroup i could take one model from four units and put them on one unit if they're all within long range and such but yeah Yeah. so they they tighten that up to one to one unit Mm -hmm. And then you have the second part of the card. Yeah, the second part I think is cool. It's you then may you may then move one attachment from one of these units to the other, replacing one model as normal and keeping usual attachment restrictions, or switch two friendly attachments in those units. So you could heal a unit and then say you put um, free folk raiders. We, I know we've seen them. They have the uh, reduced cost of one attachment by one point, so you get a free attachment in them. You could jump that free attachment into a unit where you want the attachment after you've healed it or something, you know, and you kind of are giving yourself extra points and you can, you know, turn those attachments into more efficient, you know. Yeah, really, really hitting that diversity nail on the head. We can take attachments from this unit and move them to that unit. We can take abilities from that unit move them to this unit like it's gonna be it's gonna be some pretty cool stuff that the free folk are pulling off (laughs) yeah absolutely um other than that though i mean most of their cards are pretty similar to what they were um this the overwhelming assault replaces the group assault i think it was yeah um which they just kind of they're writing that uh outranking your opponent thing they're kind of you know really riding that hard um which is an awesome mechanic i think mm-hmm. yeah but it, it's it, the you know if you're if the, you attack an enemy with more and you have more ranks you can choose one if the defender is engaged by two or more enemies choose one you know choose two if both requirements are met uh the attack may reroll attack dice gain crit blow gain thunder so it's a sort of a it still has that um, group assault. Like you, you can still pick up crit blow and sundering. Mm-hmm. You just have to outrank your target and be the second unit in there. Whereas before, you just had to be the second unit in there. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
once again, add some diversity here because group assault could be hard to get off sometimes because free folk had trouble staying in combat. Yeah. Yeah, the, the other card that I mean, I'm just looking at right now, too. I mean, we're kind of talking about all of them because they've all changed a little bit. Diversion Tactics. This is kind of now like a watcher on the wall, mm-hmm. but it had some a little bit difficult, more difficult, you know, wording to get off. Like, I don't think it's a, a bad wording. So after an enemy unit completes a melee attack, if the defender has already activated this round, target another friendly unit in long range and it performs one maneuver action. So I maybe activate my unit sitting on objective or something. Uh, it's like the little brother to a watcher on the wall yep and it keeps that mobility kind of alive within this deck because there isn't really there's no maneuver shenanigans i mean other than that one which i I mean i think it's good because you if you have a lot more units out there you need to be able to position them where you want them especially with the free folk right um i also just realized the the regroup and reform you don't Mm -hmm. have to activate that unit to do that the current regroup, you have to activate the healing unit versus this regroup is just start a friendly turn. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so you activate that unit, you heal them up, you use diversion tactics later because now they've been healed and yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. you don't have to he- activate to regroup. Yeah, a lot of their triggers, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm not too super familiar with the free folk triggers, but they're, I think they're all pretty much different. I mean, we got three start of turns, basically. Um, one's enemy performing a panic test. One's enemy completes a melee attack. One is a friendly unit is performing a melee attack. And then one one is a replace effect, his own replacement effect. Mm-hmm. So there's, I, there might be a little... I can, couldn't quote the Free Folk deck you know, super well. Um, but it does seem like a little bit easier, you know, initial triggers almost. Maybe yep. the secondaries are harder, but... And then we have uh, five units shown here. Fen, Spearwives, Cave Dwellers, Followers, and Raiders. No no role changes to these units. If it, I mean, they made their roles actually better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could argue the Fen maybe are not better because they lost the don't take the um, charge bonuses and this and that. But... Their, their taunt got better. You put the enemy at a negative to the morale test for each rank in the Thin, so you can kind of force that taunt a little easier, which is nice. Yeah, I, I've... Um, so one thing that we should say as we t- kind of talk through all these units is every one of these units is now five points. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, good point. So... When it's like, oh, we're talking about the roles, this and that, they are all now the same point cost. So now, instead of saying, oh, I just want to take the cheapest units possible to get more of them, it's like, I want to pick what tools to put on the table. Right. Well, raiders are four points. Oh, we, we, we mentioned raiders at the beginning, but yeah, they're, they're they yeah. went from three to four. They no longer have the uh, two at a time. I don't believe gang up. They don't have uh, gang up. No, no, no. I mean, to where you have to field them in groups of twos. Oh, no, no. Yeah. They're, they're, they can go solo. Yes. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, every... the, the thin spearwives, followers and savages are all five points now, which is uh one point down for thin one point down for followers, one point up for spearwives and savages were always five i believe yeah savages were five but they got their kind of abilities rework which we'll get to and they're better 
I mean, they I think they got improved. I, even though they still saved five points. I really like the new savages. Yeah. Um, uh, I, but, go ahead. Yeah, no, go, you can go ahead, Doc. Okay. Uh, I was say, we can just we can jump into them if you're ready to. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so, so the savages, they, um, their six movement, they kind of have the berserker attack line. So they're four plus six, seven, eight. So on last rank, they're eight dice, um, six defense, four morale. Um, and now they have frenzied swings. So they always have sundering and then they gain plus one to hit for each of this unit's destroyed ranks. And then after completing this attack, um, this unit suffers one wound, um, for each attack die roll of one. That's kind of their own little engine there. Mm-hmm. You know, they attack once. Let's so say you get re-rolls. Eh, it's still a good chance you roll like one, one. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they get to attack again. So yeah, you can pluck a couple of wounds off these guys on your own means. And then if, you know, obviously if your opponent attacks them, because they're, they're still saving on a six defense. Like they're, they're going to take some wounds saving on a four morale still so they're hopefully good there and then yeah you get a real beefed up unit that's kind of on the verge of death yeah they'll definitely stay even though they're six defense they'll stay in combat i think longer than everybody thinks just because of the good morale usually the morale leads to better defense um but yeah i think they're an awesome kind of like you know you're attacking once you kind of pin units in you know you bring these guys in the flank and try to clean stuff up. Uh, they're, I think they're fun. I think this is where you'll kind of get more of that coordination tactics card use because you might throw these guys. Uh, they might die. I might need to make them insignificant. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're fun. I mean, I think... Uh, I mean, yeah, they'll definitely see use because they're now... I mean, They're definitely going to see the table <laughs> more than the current Savages. Yes, yeah. The current savages, I've ran them a couple times just to be like, man, are are we sure these guys, these guys got hit that hard with a nerf? And yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, they got they actually got hit pretty hard. Yeah, with their last nerf. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they're going to be in a nice, happy area here. Yep. All right, we'll kind of go up. We'll talk about the spearwives now. So spearwives, um. They are five movement. They have their spear toss still, which is a four plus four, four, four. Um, their melee attack is a spear. It's four plus six, six, four. They're five defense, seven morale. They now have charging volley and they have an ability called coordinated assault. Um, when charging deals plus one hit hit for each remaining rank in this unit. Yes. On their, on their melee attacks. On their melee attacks. Yes. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we kind of worked it out here. Like if they're if they're throwing it, let's say you use their charging value. So you, you throw four, you should hit you should get two hits there. And then you charge six dice on a four plus. You should get you should get five plus three. So on a charging value, they should do ten hits with two panic tests. So, yeah, I mean, they have the ability to, like, mm-hmm. if you run them up on something with a, with a six save, like, yeah, they got, they got, you know, they, they got the ability to do some work. Yeah. The one combo too, like with that. So like everything, like I always 
keep talking about the combos because I think this is how this should this faction should be working together where you you do stuff and then you react with it. So say you play, you have Thin out there, you activate your Thin, you just maneuver them to where you have an enemy unit that's going to activate and get taunted in. So you activate, they activate, they get taunted in, they have to charge the Thin because they're taking a panic test at minus three or something. Um, and then you hit diversion tactics on this unit and then you maneuver them in the flank. Mm-hmm. And then you activate them and you charge and volley them in the flank. I mean, that right there is just everything. Like, obviously, it's like pie, you know, it's that like, oh, this is exactly how this should work. And it might not always work like that, but if it does, it's going to be effective. Yeah. And then if you have a, you know, you of the Raiders with uh, a, a raid leader in them or something. Like you could regroup and grab that attachment. Now that you got these spear wives into a position that you like, you grab an attachment, move it over to them with regroup and reform. And now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. fan. Big fan. Yeah, big fan. There's on gonna all be that. like free folk. I, I know you hear a lot of people say like they don't like playing as Tyrion because he gives them a headache like Tyrion commander they're like it's just too much like oh i could do this and you know whatever Mm -hmm. i think that's going to be free folk like i think you're going to have to really turn the game iq up to like the players who get the most out of these guys will be the ones that can work okay i could move this attachment over there i can i can do this you know and Mm kind of move the battlefield without moving units yeah exactly i think this is kind of I know they always talk about like certain commanders are supposed to be like like they think stuff through. This is I think like the horde tactical faction. Mm-hmm. I mean like I'm super you, excited. You know, I'm reading through this and I like I'm a little actually excited about checking them out just because it's like, oh, I can there's a lot of different possibilities. And like, yeah, it might not always work exactly how you envision it, but you're still gonna have options to do it in you know, change it up in different ways. And, you know, maybe one time I take Spearwives and the thin Spearwife combo, it doesn't work quite that way. But then maybe I'm like, oh, well, maybe let's just try that with Raiders and Spearwives or whatever. And it's not going to be hard to, like, swap your list out for what you want. Yeah. In my head right now, I'm envisioning, like, okay, this turn, I'm going to move my commander from right flank to center. And then next turn, I'm going to move my commander from center over to left flank and just flip the whole battlefield. Oh yeah, in two turns and be like, here we go, like yeah, just, yeah. You you basically yeah you put your your commander on one flank and then and he's on an objective and your opponent's like oh I need to go get him and then you just flip the table and you're yep. like okay Ooh-hoo. he's safe he's safely sitting on this objective on this side and he's screened by three units like, or you you move him from unit A to unit B next turn move him back from unit B back to unit A and just just ah oh, I'm yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i i think so too um kind of okay so the we'll talk about the followers of bone now we'll get into them uh these guys didn't change much they got the buff to horrific visage um so they're five movement they hit on a four plus they're seven five four that's pretty much standard like nerfs into attack profiles still five defense seven morale they still have jagged weapons so they get vicious and then their horrific visage is each time an enemy performs a melee attack on this unit before resolving that attack, target the attacker. They suffer a panic test with minus one to their roll for each remaining rank in this unit. Yep. So if, so, you, if you charge a full unit of these dudes, 
like let's say you have a unit with bad morale mm-hmm. and they're like oh we don't want to go attack the followers of bone <laughs> we'll start at the turn i'm moving uh the thens order taunt over to the followers of bone <laughs> now you're taking a morale test on a minus three now you have to charge it in is just a morale test yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. now you have to charge them and now you're going to take a panic test on a minus three yep so, yeah so cool yeah it's so it, that that's so cool i mean i know really too that their attack profile they're, they're cutthroats they are cutthroats mm-hmm. in their attack profile well they don't they, pa- have... they don't feel they don't get the rerolls. I think that's the Cutthroat's new thing. Yep, Cutthroat's get some rerolls. I think they have like one better die on second rank. They might. Cutthroat's yeah. are seven six four. Yeah, these guys are seven five four. I mean, yeah, but they're they're the free folk Cutthroats. Yeah, which totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm good with that. They're super cool. Um, and then Raiders. Okay, so we'll move on now to Raiders. Um, I believe that they have been. Believe that they have been previewed before, and I know we've already talked about it a little bit. Um, still five movement, four plus to hit, um, six five four, two wounds from failing panic test, and they are insignificant. Um, yep. They are four points, and they give you they reduce cost of attachments by one. Yeah, I uh, I like the consistency in the attack profile. You're not gonna get, you know. I don't. I don't think you're gonna get stupid results out of raiders anymore. No. Like right now, with only taking raiders, correct? Yeah, I don't think yeah, you can. You think can I'm get, only taking like raiders. You can get a lot of work out of just raiders right now, and it's a real pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. With these guys, like you know, this speaks to that diversity again. You're like the first time I play these. In this new version, I'm gonna bring one unit of the thin, one unit of the spear wives, one unit of the followers, one unit of the savages two units of raiders depending on what trappers end up looking like maybe one raider one trapper mm-hmm. you know two let's say i have two four point ncus that is uh 32 points 28 uh no that's 36 so i'll have four points for attachments not including the two points that i don't have to spend on raiders yeah, I'm going to bring each one of these. They're all going to have an attachment, and I'm going to move stuff around the whole game, and it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of dumb, and I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, I I think I think they're going to kind of be like, yeah, they're, they're still that backbone unit. You're not going to take eight anymore. You'll take right. a couple. You might um, two, maybe three. We'll see what three mm-hmm. feels like. We've never been allowed to take three units of raiders before. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, th- I think, too, it'll really change up the whole, you know, everybody's like, oh, like the victory through combat. I mean, that's why you take them is because they don't give up victory mm-hmm. points when they die. Well, now they're the only one, or they're the, uh, what we've seen that have done it. I mean, they're the only one in this one that um, doesn't have victory. I don't know if any, none of these had it before. No, um, just uh, trappers and raiders. Right. So they still have it, and you're not going to, it doesn't look like you'll be able to spam these guys out. No, I don't, not with 654. No. No. attack profile on a four plus i mean no. you're looking at three hits three hits two hits mm-hmm. on average no yep so. and then um so kind of the last thing in this free folk article is they show the five attachments i believe these are the attachments that come with these units um raid yes, leader they are. Yep, raid leader champion of bone chosen stire Spear Wife, Matriarch, and Cave Dweller Alpha. Um, so Raid Leader, they have the gang up, 
Um, friendly units melee attacks gain plus one to hit and plus one attack on enemies that are engaged with this unit and one other friendly unit. So, yeah, you put that in raiders and then you get your raiders charged and you follow up with followers of bone. You're eight on four, eight on threes with fishes. Yep. I mean, so you, you got to work for it. Yeah, you got to work for it. It's just not a give me buff. Bone enemies engaged with this unit suffer minus one to morale test rolls. And plus one room from failing panic test. It's a cool little negative morale buff whenever a unit gets attacked. Kind yeah. of goes back into throwing. Back in them, yeah, back into them followers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you're taking a, that test at a minus four yep. and uh, an additional wound. So then you have the chosen of Sire. Um, this is standard ground. Each time an enemy performs a melee attack on this unit, if this unit is only engaged with one enemy. That enemy does not gain their charge, flank, or rear bonuses. Um, so they basically took the ability off the Fen mm-hmm. warriors and put it in the attachment, which I like that because even so, you know, put that in raiders. Congratulations, you! If you get these raiders charged, right, you can take away all bonuses and like feed yep. it up. Or you have a you have a, a semi tanky unit of raiders for you know at least for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spearwife Matrix, she has Swift Retreat. Um, I believe that's the same. So you at- enemy completes a melee attack. This unit performs um, one retreat action. Uh, another another cool one. Yeah. Um, definitely combos on that. I mean, you put that in your Then You taunt them into charge. You get attacked. You free retreat out. And now that unit's kind of probably encircled yep. by your units. Yeah, or maybe this is a end of round. They mm-hmm. they taunt your like end of round. You taunt with the thin. They charge. You retreat back. Next round, they they're you know it's like well, are you going to activate that unit again and maybe have to charge that thin again and just get sucked back even further? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you start dragging units around the table. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is the. Cave Dweller Alpha has insight, so when this unit performs melee attack, um, uh, before rolling attack dice, this attack gains vicious and rolls its highest attack die value. Right. So at first glance, yeah, it looks like the best option to put a lot of these attachments in is the unit that they come with. But um, is it only... Yeah, melee attacks gain vicious. Okay, so I mean, that could still... Like that, that could be nice on anyone, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just a little damage bonus. Um, assuming these are all one point, you think? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I would guess. I don't think there's anything within these that look too crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, the Cave Dweller Alpha has insight, and I'm pretty sure wasn't didn't something get shown at like the winter break with that order in there at one point i think it was i think he was like the same thing and he was one point i think i mean i could be wrong i don't yeah i don't remember so i mean i I wouldn't be surprised if all these were one point so yeah i mean if they are you can add any of these abilities to raiders for free kind of awesome yeah i mean i think too really like i know like the the best units to go in might be their own unit but you can start mixing and matching these and getting some cool combos and like doing some crazy stuff. 
because why not? You know, like put your a chosen of stire in your followers of bones. And if you ever need to, you know, you can move taunt over, get those guys charged, like we were saying, and like panic test them, you know, do crazy stuff like that. And I mean, there's just so many combos I think that you can make out of this where you're like, all right, I'm going to do this and it's going to work almost. You know, it's, I think it's, I think it's kind of a fun way that they've created this faction or recreated, I should say. Yeah, if you like, yeah, I like it. All right, so that we we didn't get a commander spoil for free folk yet. Yeah, there hasn't been any commander spoil for free folk yet. But I I like we did get five units though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think the only unit we haven't seen would be. Trappers, uh, trappers with the giant, obviously, right? The giant, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it, yeah. All right, so with that, um, any other comments on the free folk before we move on? Uh, no, no, okay. I, I definitely see myself spending some time on and playing free folk again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've you know, pretty much mained free folk for quite some time now uh with the exception of trying to eat glass that is targaryens so granted the targaryens we've seen for 1.7 look amazing but i'm they're the free folk are definitely gonna steal some time from them that's for sure yeah yeah for me looking at the free folk i'm not a huge fan of them i think it's more of the like aesthetics of them just being like I don't know, like not being like plate mail and that type of stuff. But I definitely think I could see myself wanting to try them out where you have to kind of be more of like that field commander to mm-hmm. play them, not just like, I'm going to bring stuff. That's yeah, I'm going to bring eight insignificant units and make you just, I'm going to turn this whole battlefield into basically a bog. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on now. Moving on to Starks. So I think these two that factions are previewing probably the two like biggest anticipated ones. I mean, yes. they, were, they were. I think most people would agree that if there were consistent issues with the game, it would rely on one of these two factions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So and anyone gonna... who says it's free folk instead of Starks is wrong, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Free folk or free folk have their. Look, look, at, it, look at you, Brett. um so looking at starks here in the 2021 so we have their tactics cards they have a commander and then we have the units great axes sworn swords gray wind and then it's the commander's rob and it also shows shows his attachment um so we're gonna just dive dive on into this because it's i mean their tactics cards are all basically different i mean they're the same don't get me wrong they're the same they have the same theme but a different way of going about it Mm, yeah both factions lost swift advance by the way yes both which i don't think anyone's upset about you know i i never saw swift advance as like a huge problem card like yes it is kind of like a gotcha card because you have yes 
but I never saw it as something where it's like, uh, I mean, I don't know. The only times I would say it was really problematic is when you would have a Stark unit swift advance seven inches and then have an auto charge from like another 13 inches away. And it's like, Oh, you just auto charged me from 21 inches away. Like, well, that's not fun. You just covered half the board for no reason. Right. Right. Yeah. I can understand that one. That one. Yeah. I I do understand that. Like, Oh, Um, you're, you, you, you draw cards better than me. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Um, all right, so getting into these cards. So we'll kind of do them two at a time. I don't want to we'll do them two at a time. Well, the first two kind of work together. They're very similar and different. Um, so the first new one, this is a new card. It's Winner's Might. When a friendly unit um, is performing a melee attack before rolling attack dice, this attack gains Sundering and may reroll any attack dice. After completing this attack, the attacker wounds, minus one wound for each of its destroyed ranks. And then if you control the combat zone, this attack also rolls its highest attack die value. Um right. So you're going to take wounds unless you're at last rank. Yes. Which yeah. I guess is kind of how Stark Fury worked, but um, yeah. Yeah, but now it's not just an ability, it's a tactics card, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The uh, I, I, I like how it, you know, because from the beginning, Starks were supposed to be that hang on to the last man and, you know, fight still be able to fight when units are at last ranks and this and that but what accidentally happened was that when you make a unit that can fight really good on last rank still they're really really good at full ranks and and that's kind of what we've seen throughout the growth of starks here so i i think they're going to try to rehone that you know like these guys are they're willing to fight as long as someone's still left on the battlefield Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I do like it. So this card, I mean, I believe they have, they have um, Northern Frosty, which is giving Sundering currently. Mm-hmm. The old Northern Frosty, I should say. Um, I do like the... It goes from like D3 wounds. I like that it's two wounds and then minus one as you go down. Mm-hmm. Because I remember the one thing with the Starks is when you get on that middle rank, you're like, do I want to use Stark Fury? Because I could take three wounds. And right. I'm like, um, right. So like I if you have like five left and you're like, oh, like, do I really want to take three here? Right. Yeah. It, it, I, th- I think it, it smooths it out a little bit better because it's like, OK, you have five left. You're on second rank. I'll take the one and go to last rank. Right. It takes it takes some swinginess out. Mm, yeah. It You know, because you know what you're going to get before you get it. Yeah. Because I know in one game that we played. Um, I ran, I had Soren Swords with like Great John in them, and I used his thing, which was take D3 wounds, and I used Stark Fury, which was take D3 wounds, and I took six off of just doing the two things that I could do. Mm-hmm. And it was like, huh. Like, I think, I don't remember what happened. I think it worked, but at the same time, it was like, I just killed half my unit off of abilities of my own. Right. Um, uh, so, Northern Ferocity here. Uh, friendly unit performs melee attack before dice. Um, gain vicious if they fail. Plus one wound for each of the attackers destroyed ranks. So once again, we're we're getting bonuses from Starks fighting. You know, wounded defeat half defeated, if you will. Um, after completing this attack, the attacker suffers two wounds. Minus one wound for each of his destroyed ranks. Once again, so like their ability to fight down to that last man. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, they both have that two wounds, minus one for each destroyed rank sort of thing. Uh, so you, yeah, one picks up Vicious, one picks up Sundering. And then yeah, one can one has rerolls. And one has like mega panic. You know, because you could be at plus two wounds on your panic test. Yeah. For failing it. So. Yep, yep. All right, the next one is Devastating Impact. Um, this was the completely changed one. So it was it used to just be like auto six or re-roll, and then if you control the horse, it's auto six. Now mm-hmm. it's enemies successfully charge become panic vulnerable, which is just great on its own. And if you control the horse, you get to re-roll that charge distance. So, I mean, you're going to up, you know, potential damage through an attack. And then you're going to maybe, Roll. Yep. So, yeah. Just a solid card now. Uh, North remembers you got a, a decent little re- rework here. So target it's start of a turn, so you can play this card whenever, any turn. Uh, target a friendly combat unit. Attach this card to them until the end of the game. When a friendly infantry or cavalry unit dies, nope, unit is destroyed. Place one order token on this card. While this card has a token. The attached unit always attacks using its highest attack die value. While you control the combat zone, counts as rolling a six for each and all charge distance. That's a pretty good. That is a great card. You basically, once you lose an infantry or a cavalry unit, you get a homing missile. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that plays into what the Starks want to do, though. I mean, like, they want to be aggressive and, like, Mm-hmm. Go get the opponent. Um, so yeah, now now I know we were talking about we, you know, losing that long charge ability. Well, you still have it here, but it's kind of behind that paywall now. Like, okay, you lost a unit. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, you're gonna we're gonna amp you up a little bit now. Right, right. They did. They did. You know, the wording's closed up real nice. So it's you lose a friendly infantry or cavalry unit. So you're not gonna see somebody just sacrifice a wolf to get a token on this card right they draw two of these to start the game and they're like well here here you go berserkers Mm -hmm. yeah um and it's yeah it's just a just a good card and then it also forces them so let's say they do put this on their you know their alpha unit it kind of forces them to keep that unit safe until something else dies Mm -hmm. yep yeah um, I could, yeah, definitely can go on the alpha unit or even like a cavalry unit, like outriders or Tully cav, but yeah, it's just, it's a good card now and it doesn't swing. It's not that reactivated unit, which, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that one, that one could be brutal when you get, mm-hmm. once again, that unit that is already charged three times this round, you're like, oh, I'm going to unactivate them now and do it again. And it's just like, oh, that, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next card, winner is coming. So when a friendly unit is performing a charge action before rolling charge distance dice, which is that is the exact same wording as devastating impact, which before they were different wordings, but they were still considered the same trigger. Right. Um, now they're just the exact same trigger. Uh, so enemies successfully charged by this can, unit cannot be the target of friendly orders or tactics cards this turn. Um, if you control the um, maneuver zone, this unit any charge distance dice. Um, so it's it's good. I mean, you're shutting down. Um, so reading through it, you're shutting down uh, tactics cards to this unit. Mm-hmm. 
So you can still play tactics cards that target other units, but you can't play them on this unit. Um, which I think is good because that shut down so many things. I think for other yeah. things previously, like I, I'm not sure how it would work, you know. Otherwise, so I'm thinking about it off the top of my head. I think the distraction tactics would be one that would still right. work. But I mean, it's it's a way to keep them safe. That was uh, another point I wanted to bring up here. Free folk, none of their tactics cards want a okay. Yeah, no, none of their tactics cards want you to control a certain zone of the tactics board. Obviously, Endless Horde requires you to claim a certain zone, but the rest of them have no tactics board specific secondary benefits. Mm-hmm. Whereas Starks here, ha- uh, almost every card has a maneuver or combat zone secondary benefit, except in Northern Ferocity. Yeah, there's three maneuver zones, there's three combat zones. Yeah. I, I just I thought about that when we were looking at the Free Folk stuff and forgot to mention it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, this is just a solid card again. I mean, if you have the horse and you're like, oh, I think there's anything that you're going to like target on that unit specifically, you just get that free reroll still. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this swift reposition is one that we also saw in the Targaryen deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, target one friendly, start of, start of a turn, target one friendly combat unit shifts two inches. If you control the maneuver zone, maybe a three inch maneuver instead. So it allows you to have a little. Uh, buffer mm-hmm. without um you know without something without like a major movement on the board like a couple inches mm-hmm. can you shift out of combat dakota <laughs> oh <my laughs> bit of a touchy God. subject in the community maybe yeah, I, th- I, I feel like there's some people that feel like you can shift out of combat. I'm pretty sure I, that's called a retreat. That, yeah, I would say that's called a retreat too, but I know some people are like, well, it's not in the rule book, and right. there's no FAQ on it, so we're going to do it. And it's like... It's like, mm, I guess you do you, but uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I just see the Daenerys face when... Her and Sansa. Make sure we post that face with yeah. uh with this image <laughs> or with this uh whatchamacallit, this episode. But anyways, yeah, so a little bit of uh, you know, if it's, you yeah, maybe you maybe you can shift and get a flank, maybe you can shift and make a charge a little longer. Maybe you, you shift know. the safety. Yeah. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or maneuver yep, yep. safety. Like, oh, you're gonna make an easy auto in charge because I can see you're about to do it. I'm just gonna back up three inches, two inches, three right. five the horse, and yep. now you know make two inches. Arm. So you at, you at least have to roll it. Like, hey, you gotta roll two now. You know, gotta roll three. Give me a chance. Yeah. And then finally, we have assault orders. When a friendly NCU claims a zone, replaces zone's effects with one friendly combat unit may make a melee attack. If that NCU claimed the combat zone, that con that combat unit may perform one charge action instead. So it's not if you own the combat, if you claimed the combat. So yes. with this card, um, you can make a free charge. I okay. I like it. I know I've seen some people, I've seen a, hey, little, a little bit. It's a hell of a lot better than sudden charge. It is a hell of a lot better than sudden charge. I've seen some people like, oh, I can't believe they kept this one in. It's a free charge or free attack or free charge cards for Starks. And it's, like, and it's in their basic deck, but it's like, need to go fight you like, mm-hmm. you can't tell me they're not going to give them a free attack card 
we played the other night with Greyjoys, and I had Victorian. Like we were, you know, using them on TTS and like whatnot. There's four free attack cards. Boys, Victorian has a free charge card, and then there's you know the one in the basic deck. Like mm-hmm. you can't tell me you can't just give this to Starks, and it's behind a paywall to make a a charge. Yeah, you know. it at least requires you to be claiming a specific zone. So it's not like it's not like that uh, that late round. You know, it's the fifteenth activation of this round, and now I make a free charge off of the crown or something. Like mm-hmm. no, no, no. The combat zone. If your opponent hasn't blocked it by like turn six of the round, that's their problem. Yeah, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you from even attacking multiple times so you're never gonna free charge off the crown and then your opponent go oh i need to heal this unit and then you're like oh i'm just gonna take my other ncu and put them on the combat zone and swing again like yep it no no it's just it's giving them one free attack from a distance yes and even to this it doesn't since the the first part is one friendly combat unit from the attack so it's got to be on a, a melee unit you can't just use this card on your bowman Right and just take a free shot. You don't have that. It's it's melee. <sighs> the Greyjoy one you were talking about is that any zone? Yeah. So we do not sow is the free attack out of the basic deck, and that one is just a free attack. Um, it's not a free charge. Um, and it can be on any zone. And then yes. Victorian. Yeah. Okay. I see it. Victorian. It's a free attack, but then if it targets him, it's a free charge. But it's any zone also, so it's easier to pull those zones off, mm-hmm. and it's easier to get his free charge off because it's any zone. You don't have to. You're not. You you have to have him do it, but it's not. It's not like. Yeah. You know. It's not as open as sudden yeah. charge was. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And then we close here with uh, three rob cards. So we do get a commander. We get sudden retreat, superior positioning, hit and run. Uh, sudden retreat is after an enemy completes a melee attack target the defender they perform a retreat action if it targets Rob Stark's unit they may reroll any retreat distance dice which we can just go right into that partners very well with Rob's commander um, start of an enemy turn nope not that one uh, regroup after completing a retreat action this unit may restore two wounds plus one wound for each of its destroyed ranks so you could Rob could get charged after the attack, he can retreat and restore two, three, maybe four wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, second card, spirit positioning. Uh, when an enemy performs charge action before resolving that action, if the enemy charges a unit in the front, they suffer a disorderly charge on a charge distance, rolls of three or less. If they suffer a disorderly charge, they become vulnerable. So you at least have a 50% chance of not disorderly in, and not becoming vulnerable. So actually, there's a 50% chance this card does nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay. But it, I think it, it plays into the other cards. So you, me in the front, I superior positioning. If you disorder and vulnerable, then I sudden retreat out. Mm-hmm. I can heal, and then I can charge back in, and you're vulnerable. Yep. I mean, yep. it's like it's still like letting you chain cards together as a Stark player, but it's just not like right. But it's not the auto like, yeah. Oh, I get to move, and you're disorderly, and you know all the crazy stuff that Rob could do before. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And then finally, we got hit and run after a friendly unit completes a melee attack. If that unit began the turn engaged with the defender, they perform a retreat action. If the target's Rob Sark's unit, uh, each enemy they disengage from becomes weakened. So you can't charge in and bop back out. You gotta, you gotta be in already to play this card. So I, I like that too. It kind of reins everything in, keeps it a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I too, I just remember playing as Baratheon, and it's like you get hit and run, and you're like, I had four start activated engage cards and a mm-hmm. counter charge, and you're just like, you run away, and it's like, hmm. Thank you for that. I mean, this is more of a attack and get your unit to safety. Right. Yes, yes it is. So those are the tactics cards. You only have a couple units to talk about here. So we have the Great Axes. Um, they were, I would say, completely reworked. There are five movement, um, three to hit, seven, six, four, four defense, five morale. They have Executioner's Fury still, but it's now just Sundering, and then enemies suffer plus one wound from failing panic tests caused by this attack for each of this unit's destroyed ranks. And then they have Unyielding. This unit suffers minus one wound from failing panic tests for each of its destroyed ranks. So you get these guys... These guys are, I think, going to be the epitome of running around on the last rank, but then again, their attack profile is pretty bad on last rank. Four Mm -hmm. dice. Um... I feel like you want to get them on last rank, but it's not necessary to get them on last rank. And then yeah, you're, I mean, like, you're not you're like you're not going to get their bonuses. You're going to get mm-hmm. sundering, but that's like that's the only thing you'll get from a uninjured unit of great axes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made their morale stat one better. They yeah, they were. Before. Yeah, and then they have um. The unyielding, so they potentially might not take any panic damage. Um, yeah, especially on last rank. If, this, they're, on, I, if they're on last rank, you have to roll a three to give them any panic damage. Yes, I I feel like this unit is going to kind of be the target for the North Remembers, um, which is when the unit dies, mm-hmm. always rolls its highest attack die value because I feel like this might be the one unit that sticks around the longest. Yeah, for the yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden when it's like, oh man, like you've really worn me down and I'm on last rank. Um, you're still going to roll seven dice. Yep, you're still seven you're dice. You're going to get the Sundering, you're going to get the panic damage bonus and your own panic damage defense. Yeah, but you, and you can combo this too. So you make that melee attack, you have your Sundering, you throw some Northern Ferocity on it, you pick up Vicious, and then you're doing four additional wounds on panic mm-hmm. for failing it. I mean that's that's pretty good. I mean, it's it's got some it's got some pop once you start throwing some stuff together. I think on like the surface level, I think I said this a little basic, but they just I think that they just take some setup. Yeah. Well, they're not as easy mode. Yeah, they're not they as easy before. mode. Like no. Yeah. Same thing with free folk. Like we we just saw. I don't think anyone disagrees that free folk and Stark were the most easy mode factions. And we are seeing the difficulty be turned up a little bit on these guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. I think, okay, I shouldn't say no one will disagree because I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> of people out there going, but Night's Watch, and it's like, ah, they just don't hang. <laughs> right. Anyhow. Oh, man. So the next unit that we've, um, they put in here, they, so they put the Sworn Swords, which is, you know, the basic backbone unit of the, the Starks. 
uh, you know, in 1.6, great unit. I mean, they've been a great unit since the game released. Um, they are five points. They have their five movements still. They got four defense, six morale still. They took the, their four plus to hit, seven, five, four. Um, basic nerf ever, all around. And then their Stark Fury was changed. So now instead of being an ability, it's an order. Um, but it's a pretty good order, in my opinion. So when this unit is performing a melee attack before rolling attack dice, this attack gains crit blow and sundering. And after completing this unit suffers two wounds, minus one wound for each of its destroyed ranks. So it's keeping that Stark Fury. It's keeping crit blow when you want to use it. And it's actually gaining sundering. The only downside is it's now in order. Mm-hmm. So... You can only use it once, and you can't use it in conjunction with Winter's Might, Northern Ferocity. Uh, you can use it with Dev. Yeah, you can okay. use it with so, yeah. other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the other base card. But yeah, but, you're not going to pick up Vicious um, with the Northern Ferocity, mm-hmm. and it's a once around. So if you're like, I'm going to attack with this unit three times in the round, you're not going to. Like, right. you're not going to get Stark Fury. And they are not getting that plus one to hit. They're still only hitting on a four. Yeah. Which, I, I it's it's probably for the better. Yeah, it's a basic I mean, unit. Yeah, it's a basic five-point unit. Like, the, buffing them up to the three plus to hit. I mean, I think you'd have to invest more than five points to do that. And then the final unit that we're getting seen here is a, drum roll please, three-point gray wind yeah i'm very excited to to see i'm very excited to see list builds that might have like a a stark kid that don't exactly automatically include the wolf right yes i was theory crafting a rob list commander and i was like do i take the wolf like i might not take gray wind yeah like you might leave gray wind at home Mm-hmm. Oh, so going through kind of his card now. So he's three points, and you guys might be like, oh, if his card didn't change, he's garbage. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. But his card has changed. Mm-hmm. He's six movement, which he was before, so he's three plus to hit, but it's four dice. So he's attacking with four. Um, His defense got nerfed to a four plus, and his morale is a two plus. Um, he has four wounds, so he's not just two wounds anymore. It's four wounds. Um. He always has Sundering, and then he has Disrupt. So enemies engaged with this unit suffer minus one to hit. Um, yeah, so he, he might have a little staying power for a minute. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not going to fail panic unless you have, um, you know, outside forces. Mm-hmm. And a four plus save, okay, it's 50%, but enemies are a minus one. So basically he gets charged by any any unit hitting on a four plus well they're actually hitting on a five like mm-hmm. or not just charge but attack if he charges them they're gonna hit back let's say you roll six dice on a five plus he's gonna take two and he's gonna pass one of them now he took one wound like okay he's got three left he, he he's gonna hang in there he's gonna one v one um a basic unit for at least a while i mean they have 12 wounds he has four yeah but he can lock something up until someone else can get there with reinforcements yeah absolutely and even so if you're like man i want to get 
this unit that might have a bad save up in the fight, you're like, oh, I'm gonna throw him through, and then, yeah, anything's now hitting less, and mm-hmm. there he's just you basically almost have to deal with him first to try to deal with the other units, which kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I like it. I think I think giant... it'll be. Ooh. What's up? I said I'm gonna be afraid of a giant wolf before I'm afraid of. <laughs> another man i think like right yeah yeah i mean it it just works and i think i i even like you know the the nod that they have four wounds because you can throw them i think more securely on like an objective mm-hmm. and i mean i know like you're like oh a wolf's holding an objective that doesn't mean but i mean you can put them out there more on an objective and they can hold it where if you want to move other units around you can because before you know it was like two wounds like you could take care of that easily a few different ways yeah yep yep but i mean i don't even know you know looking through the thing i don't know if they're going to be an objective hold or he is i mean yeah and then so we already did rob start commander we do have rob start two point attachment uh we didn't actually talk about rob commander's attachment what it does completely did we i guess we didn't talk about the tactical that so yeah the commander um has two abilities tactical reposition regroup regroup is the after retreat mm-hmm. restore two wounds plus one for each destroyed rank uh tactical reposition start of an enemy turn target one friendly unit in short range they perform a three inch shift so he can use that on his own unit Tar- yeah it doesn't say one other friendly unit so mm-hmm. yeah him or someone else can get a three inch shift start of an enemy turn how does that pair up with swift position is start of any turn so you can't do both you can't swift reposition and use the tactical reposition order but it basically gives you a free swift reposition each round sort Mm -hmm. of doesn't give you the versatility of any turn but whatever Mm -hmm. and then his two-point attachment uh, swift retreat after an enemy completes a melee attack on this unit. This unit performs a retreat action, also with enhanced mobility, which is what the current Rob is. This unit gains plus one movement and may pivot before marching. Which, yeah, so that ability is really good. That ability is really good. Yeah, he lost the uh, rapid assault, which was the if you take the horse, he can make a free charge. Um, we swapped it for a retreat order, which That's, is cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he's definitely built to be like keep you from being engaged type of deal. I think like through all of his cards of like getting out of combat, um, which is cool. I think that's pretty. I don't know about at least that he follows a path of instead of being like, oh, I'm gonna hit and run and then tactical, re- you know, hit and run and then tactical regroup where you're just retreating and slamming back into you and doing some other stuff. It's more like. I'm going to control the board with my retreat positioning. Big fan. I like, I like a lot of what we're seeing here. Yep. Yeah. I'm a, I'm just an overall fan of, I, I, I was a little expecting worse <laughs> happening to the Starks because I mean, I play Starks. I was, I was worse. I was anticipating like, Oh yeah, we're going to just not be amazing. Basically, they just made everything a little bit more difficult, which is fine because it was easy mode before. Mm-hmm. And they gave, you know, some more diverse themes. Because I'm like, like Rob before was, you know, you could take two, three cav units 
and feel okay now. It's like, uh, maybe I would do the same, but it's not going to play as maybe how you want or think you want to. But it definitely will be fun. I'm I'm certainly excited. I think I think we're all going to have a bit of a learning curve for 1.7. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to go to do something at some time, and be like, oh yeah, I don't I don't do that anymore. Like, whoops, now I'm hung out to dry. But then yeah. you're also going to do other stuff, and then be like, oh oh oh, look, this happens too. This is pretty cool. Like I can you know, there's things that you'll see on the battlefield that you're just not going to see just reading cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think the one game that I played that was almost like most to 1.7, um, me and Carl played, he ran like an off-targ deck, I ran Greyjoys, and it, the game lasted the whole time, and I think I played dang, uh, you know, almost every one of my tactics cards, and it was just like, man, like that worked well. Like I never felt like I was in a pinch to, like, I need this card desperately, because you're just okay. like, you know, the triggers are just kind of work so smoothly where you're like, oh, I can just do this now. And it's no big deal. I'm not like waiting for this big combo that wins me the game. It's just like consistent. Mm -hmm. Well, you have anything else here? Nope. I don't have anything else. Um, What have we not seen for 1.7? Night's Watch? Just Night's Watch? As far as basic deck and stuff like that goes? We haven't seen Night's Watch and we... Neutrals? Free Folk? Lannisters. Oh, we haven't seen Lannisters. We haven't seen yeah. Lannisters yet. Night's Watch and Lannisters. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So hopefully next week should be. That's we've been getting these every other week or every week, right? Yeah, every week we've been getting them. So next one, uh, what chest on the next one? Um. I mean, you think we'll get both? We got we got Starks and Free Folk today. Oh no, we got Free Folk last week. Yeah, Free Folk was last week. Man, I'm way off. <laughs> um, hmm. I think we save Lannister for last. Ah, see, I, am, I, I think I think they do Lannister next because I think they're like they have kind of moving backwards and sort of they they skip Night's Watch for Starks, so that's thrown out the window. I think Lannister's next just because like the Stark Lannisters they've always kind of gone together. My only reasoning. Um, but yeah, no. So just kind of recapping the episode, we, you know, we followed up on probably the two biggest faction updates that people have freaked out about the most, or we're like, yep, these are going to happen in the Starks and the Free Folk. Um, yeah. Anything else from you, Carl? No, nope. I'm, I'm good. I like what we're seeing here, and I just, I, I want 1.7 sooner rather than later. Like I'm, I'm ready for it. Yep, absolutely. for it to come around. All right. Well, if you don't have anything, I'm good, and we will see you guys back in a couple weeks. Hopefully with Night's Watch and Lannisters. Thanks for joining us. Bye.